You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Thank you guys for coming. You're going to need to walk this off. <laughs> or run it off because I'm the Flash. <laughs> Did you girls order a stripper? Take it off. I meant take off your pants, not your eyes. <laughs> we heard from the guys that... What did you just do? I swing got peanuts from a bar. It's a brand new episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC triple shot on the CW. Uh, how do you think we did this week, sir, on uh, the three shows? Was this a uh, another victory of uh, another trifecta of shows? I was actually mostly happy this week with the shows. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was three for three, but yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah, it was okay. I was okay. I'm interested to see which uh, which of the the sandwich, the bread shows, uh, not the meat, as we all know. Legends of Tomorrow is the meat, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious to know which of the bread shows failed uh, to live up to expectations this week. Uh, we start with the Flash season four, episode five. It is called Girls Night Out. While failing to track DeVoe, Team Flash is visited by Felicity, who joins Iris's bachelorette party. Uh, mocking Cisco's plans for Barry's party, Ralph takes the men to a strip club, where they learn that Cecile's daughter, Joni... Hey, ribs and wings for like ten bucks. Hey, you can't go wrong with that. All you can eat. Um, Cecile's daughter is working That's at the disgusting. strip club. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Joe confronts her who states that she is only doing feminist research. Ralph incites a brawl, leading to the men's arrest until Harry posts bail. Meanwhile, Amunet's enforcer, Norvok, nice name, uh, demands Caitlin's return and attacks the women when she refuses. Killer Frost emerges and repels him, later telling Iris that Caitlin accepted Amunet's employment in exchange for the means to control Frost. Learning that Amunet is holding the metahuman she calls the Weeper, whose tears are a strong narcotic prisoner, uh, and she intends to sell him. Iris's party decides to stop her. Though Caitlin refuses to join, she attacks Amunet when seeing her friends in danger. Using a strong magnet, the team robs Amunet's metal shards, leaving her powerless. Iris dissuades Frost from killing her, and then uh, promises revenge, Amunet does. Both parties refuse to tell each other about their adventures. Because of course they did. It was like one of those sitcoms where a whole bunch of shit happens and then when everybody meets up they're like, eh, nothing happened. Uh, Iris asks Caitlin to be her bridesmaid. While Joe convinces Joni to tell Cecilia about her research. And DeVoe captures 
The Weeper. What did you think of Girls' Night Out? Uh, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, it was weird having Felicity in it. Yeah, I don't I know mean, why. She, yeah, she, I mean, she shows up from time to time. No, what really threw me off was Katie Sackhoff's uh, way over-the-top British accent. Oh, and Amunet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw her and I'm like, oh shit, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I saw the name and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then like, it's like, wait, that's her. And I'm like, wait, she's not British. Yeah. Like, she's obviously this is fake, right? Yeah. And I then thought, uh, for a minute there, she had me. I'm like, wait a minute, is she British? I don't think she's British. No, I don't think she's just doing an accent. That's weird. Yeah. No, I thought it was pretty solid. I mean, I thought. <laughs> Just because it felt like they had more to play with, with Barry being drunk and Ralph's powers, I thought more of the strip club stuff was stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, Ralph stealing money and yes. Barry just yelling, he's the Flash, everybody, and everyone cheering him on. <laughs> was was pretty great. Or where they think, they're like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just went to the bar and got peanuts. Like, you didn't move. It's like, yeah, but sometimes I move so fast, you don't know I move. Like, it just... <laughs> That stuff was more fun. All, all that stuff was good. Uh, Ralph being like, "I'm a, I'm a cop," and then immediately getting tackled. Yeah. Ralph finding Killer Frost hot, and then she transforms yeah. back into Caitlyn. He goes, "Ah, oh, it's just Caitlyn." Like he didn't yeah. notice. <laughs> yeah. He didn't think Caitlyn like bleached her hair or something. Like she didn't look any different other than her hair and like the yeah. lip color or whatever. Uh, by the way, of like the girl stuff, I felt she was. Easily the strongest of the group of ladies in this episode. I like most yeah, of the Yeah, like Killer Frost and kind of explaining things. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I didn't hate the girl stuff. It just felt like they had more to... I, I will say this. It was funny when that guy walked up and, like, Felicity is just convinced he's a stripper. Like, as they as that bit was going, that was that was pretty funny. Yeah. And she's like, take it off his eyes. Like, oh, that's... No, put that back on. And that's not what I wanted. Like, I was, that was, it was pretty fun. I have an honest question about Joni, Cecile's daughter. Uh-huh. Is she supposed to be annoying? Or is she supposed to be somebody who you're like, yeah, that girl? Cause I don't know. I thought I mean, she came off as annoying. I don't know. I mean... Maybe it's, just because, gotta... maybe it's because I like Doctor Who a lot, and she was just like, I like Doctor Who now because I hear it's a girl. Feminism, she says. Uh, or she said she was doing stripping only because it was feminist research. The only thing sure. I would say, I think, yeah, I think what they were trying to show is that obviously she wasn't doing this for the most noble reasons as she proclaims at She's first. She's full of shit. Yeah, I really, I truly think that's what they were going for. Because even when she's like, oh, the feminism thing, like, okay, this is a bit over the top. Even even I, when I think some of this stuff is dumb, I don't, I won't yeah. harp on it like this and then, yeah. And then she, she came off as unlikable to me, which I don't know. Uh, you know, if, 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 if it were me, I would have just gone with the thing that I hear what a lot of strippers say. It's like, I like my body, and it pays good money. Yeah, I mean, even, uh, what's his name? Harry was like, you know how much I found out they make? They make as much, and then they, like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's whenever she walks out, I guess, yeah. And then he, they did have that big, tough bouncer guy who was like, respect the ladies, don't touch them, don't grab them, 
Don't. No cell phones. No cell phones. Give me the cell phones. Um, yeah, she came off as kind of unlikable to me, but I guess if she's sort of uh, cloaking her true intentions, I guess, or not wanting to tell the truth or whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, then I guess, you know, maybe that's why she was coming off as 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 less likable to me. But, you know, by, by and large, I thought this was a, a fine episode. Uh, I did kind of just... Like that whole thing. I have no idea why these people, when like when they came back together, like how was your night? And they're like, oh, it was boring. Nothing happened. Well, they eventually did tell each other. Yeah, that's true. Because they were like, oh, boy. They're like, oh, okay, good. Because we actually got put in jail. And then it was like, yeah. so yeah. They I mean, I feel to- like, yeah. I feel like Barry at the very least would, because he told them like they were doing this dull, you know, yeah. they're doing. They probably knew they weren't doing this really exciting bachelor bachelor party. And I could understand if he was like didn't want to tell Iris that they went to a strip club and got into a fight and he got drunk and they ended up in prison. Like that would be embarrassing. But like Iris didn't want to tell him like, oh, we got mixed up with a supervillain and we didn't even need your help and we took them down and rescued a guy or whatever. Like, you know, there's nothing embarrassing about that. Why didn't you tell him? I mean, they did, obviously, eventually, but, like, straight away, like, there's nothing embarrassing about that. I guess they wanted to do that whole, uh, I mean, we've seen, like, I mentioned it before, you see it a lot in TV shows, something like that happens, where the plan is for the crew to split up, but they're not going to do anything exciting, but then, of course, exciting things happen to them, mm-hmm. and they don't want to lead on that anything exciting happens, so they all lie to each other. Uh, it's been done a bazillion times, but... I don't know. Uh, I guess for the most part, I liked it. I don't know. What would you give Girls' Night Out? Uh, like a like a three and a quarter, maybe. Ah, excellent! I gave it three and a quarter. I was wondering if you're going to end up going below or not, but uh, yeah, it was a it's a fine episode. It was all right. Yeah, I mean, I will say like the Katie Sackoff thing as over the top as it wasn't obviously fake. Then uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was fine. I don't know. I give her credit. She fooled me for about 10 seconds while I was trying yeah, to remember. Yeah, for like 10 seconds I was, yeah. I was trying to remember if she was There's actually one British. thing she, ex- she says, and I was trying to remember what it was, but it was like, she says it, and as soon as she says, like, wow, she de- that's like a flat American accent. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it didn't, yeah, it didn't quite work. Uh, let me see. Uh, what do we got next? Oh, it's The Legends of Tomorrow, of course. Uh, season 3, Episode 5, Return of the Mac. Another vampire victim? We're gonna need vampire bait. Did you hear that? Kill it! Bodies drained of blood. There's no such thing as vampires. <laughs> Astonishing. Nate manages to rearrange the anachronisms into a pattern with two outliers. One, Kuwasa's attack, and the other being a suspected vampire attack in Victorian London. The legends arrive and meet up with Rip, who is investigating a conspiracy involving Malice, uh, an ancient archenemy of the Time Masters. They discover Damien Dark's body 
and Zari encounters a follower of Malice called Madame Eleanor, who steals her amulet and reveals herself as Dark's time-displaced daughter. Rip traps the legends aboard the Wave Rider to protect them before attending Dark's resurrection, uh, which Eleanor achieves using the amulet. The legends arrive and engage Dark and Eleanor, who escape eventually. Sarah reports Rip to the Bureau, who promptly arrest him. Uh, Re-legitimizing the legends in exchange, Rip warns Sarah about Malice's importance. Meanwhile, Jax and Ray attempt to sever his psychic connection with Stein, but suffer short-term memory losses as a side effect. Stein finds out and eventually decides to help them. Uh, what did you make of Return of the Mac? Which, by the oh, way, did gosh. end up having... That was the that best. Did, that did fit into this episode, for sure. It was, uh, I, I loved this episode. Yeah. From like, so what's funny is, so my friend, my roommate, he is, he's kind of watched the show. He's watched more of the first season. Mm-hmm. So every time something happens, every episode on Legends, I just kind of like, oh, hey, this happened this episode. And he kind of looks at me, he smiles like, God, that's so stupid. He's like, but it's so great. And I'm like, yeah. So this episode is like, hey, you know that song Return of the Mac is? He has like, they did a dance number slash murder scene with it where the guy was killing people to the song. They even did the record scratch with someone's head and then snapped it. And he goes, yep. Oh my God. Like, yeah. So that's like, (laughs) when I tell people what happens in this show, like, I try to get as many people to watch it. Very few have been able to just do it because I just tell them like, it just, just, you'll, you'll love it. I promise you, it's just fun. Yes. And um, but yeah, no, it was as another. They continue to just make my favorite thing I watch on TV. It's just it's just fun. Um, everyone just hams it up, you know. Freaking, of course. Okay, so here's the other thing: the fourth wall breaker is the fact that um, Mick was Dracula in Blade Trinity. <laughs> And oh, so he's, he wants to kill vamp, and he wants, he to, wants kill to kill vampires kill, in this. Get vampires, and he's reading Dracula the whole time. Yep, you know, and talking about how vampires weren't sparkly and that kind of stuff. And yes, so yeah, no, it was pretty great. Oh, uh, it was so good. Like they're about to like, and of course it was two syringes together. Like that was. I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of clever. Yeah, uh, it continues to astound me how little I cared for Damien Dark and his run on Arrow and how much more amazing he is on this show. But isn't that the case with everybody's character on this show? That's so... It is true. Uh, The bit where he's resurrected and he's floating up in the air and then he's like, hey, who stole my watch? Because they did that bit way earlier with like the Victorian... uh, uh, the embalmer or whatever, the undertaker who has a smartwatch uh, that I guess at some point got removed from his body. Uh, mm-hmm. But just like, you know, that's sort of like, they just cut like that moment of like, you know, in any other bad TV show, he'd like laugh maniacally while lightning strikes behind him or some shit. And he's just like, Hey, took my watch. And then they just cut away to like another scene. But they, the fact that they did, uh, and they, they, there was that hint of return of the Mac where like Nate is, is captured earlier and he's like just kind of singing it to himself uh while he's strapped down but then they well the watches the watch starts going off oh that's, that's right it has return of the mac as well and he goes what is like what is that is that a song is this something he's like no that's a ray palmer spark tech watch that's our palmer tech smart you know watch yeah, yeah 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 i know uh, that and then they did the they did the whole 
song at the end with the fight scene. Oh, it was so good. And he's just killing people mercilessly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's done in like Victorian London. It's just like with that song and like what's going on, it's just this weird, goofy mix that all works together uh, to make like the most joyous show on TV. And that so was Ray Palmer's it. wife, the one who uh, resurrected him. Like his wife, wife? Yeah, in real life, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Pretty, I'm fairly certain, because she's in uh, Dexter, so I, I'm fairly oh, certain yeah. that was her. But yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Because she's John Lithgow's estranged daughter. I'm not sure what more you can really say about it. Uh, this was just outstanding. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice to see uh, Rip, you know, kind of in the fold with them. Mm, and yeah, yeah, how yeah. he's kind of fallen from grace. His own ambition got in the way. Oh, yeah, because he wants to do... So the the story here is that he is looking into this whole malice thing, but the Time Bureau is like, no, 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 it's not worth looking into. It's a myth or whatever, and uh, Rip is positive that there's something going on, and he is doing this without their consent or knowledge. Uh, and then he ends up... Uh, getting jailed as a as a result i suppose um yeah i i really liked the episode uh even like zari is kind of quickly folding into the team as well yeah yeah uh this is just a great show and the ratings are up by the way good they have increased i mean not a ton but they're they are up uh the highest they've been since uh the season returned so uh, I'm hoping that's a that's a sign of things to come that uh, people are finally fucking catching on uh, to the best of the three DC shows on CW. Uh, what would you give Return of the Mac? Oh man, I really want to give it like a like a four and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good because there, that. there wasn't a there wasn't a bad part in the show. I want to say five. I want to save it, um, but it was like. You know the Damien Dark stuff was great. Like you, just the fact that, like you said, like characters we hate in other shows working in this show is just amazing. Um, some of the stuff with like Jefferson and and Gray trying to figure things out, and then <laughs> Gray goes to goes like, oh, I guess we both wanted to be alone in the cargo bay, like you know that kind of stuff. So <laughs> seeing where times passed, Mick had a couple of great lines. Want oh, to kill yes. vampire? Okay, so that's what it was. So the beginning, right? And they're like. Oh, it's a vampire in London, and you don't see him because he's in the background, so he's not the focus of the shot. But you can just see Mick's head turn like as soon as they say that, and he's like, "What?" We're like, you know, he's like zeroed <laughs> in, but he's not. You know, they're focused on um, uh, Nate. They're focused on Nate's yes. character, but he's in the background, and it, it was just like I busted out laughing. And then he pulls out the steak and like, "Do you have that all the time, or like just for this occasion?" He's like, "No, it's always on me. You never know." <laughs> never know of course it is you know he's he's so great i mean and and it's for reasons like that that you mentioned uh it's always worth even if he's in the background keeping an eye because he's always got like a great reaction or something he's always adding something the thing that they always said about adam baldwin Mm -hmm. on firefly Firefly is if you watch him if even if he's not on the focus, he's always staring at uh, Anara mm-hmm. 
because he 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 thinks his character is in love with her. Never was written that way. No, but like you know, it's a little stuff like that. Always planting adds, seeds. Yeah, yeah, adding to the scene or whatever. Yep. Uh, I give it four and three quarters too. This was a great episode. Uh, I mean, it's not my favorite. Phone home has been my favorite episode this season, but uh, yeah, this was this was so good, and I'm excited for next week's episode based on the episode title alone. Uh, you know, we'll get we'll get there when we get to it though. Uh, let's talk about Arrow season six, episode five, Deathstroke returns. I need you to help me find my son. Your boy was snooping around some not-so-nice guys. Where is my son? The situation is complicated. Trust me on this one. Don't make this man angry. Oliver to help him find his son who is being held in jail the two meet up with an old acquaintance of Slade who provides them with information that they need when they get to the prison Slade instructs Oliver to find his son Joe then uh, gets him out of there as he knows that Joe will not want to see him is Joe his son? it is right uh Joe yes yes yeah Slade's son is Joe yeah. yeah When I see Joe, I just keep thinking of, like, Joe West. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I was confused for a second what you are talking about. <laughs> uh, I thought you were uh, talking about son. I'm like, no, I don't think his name's Joe. Uh, so, they, yeah, they go to get him out of there. As he knows, Joe will not want to see him despite Oliver's objections. Slade engages the security known as the Jackals in combat, where he discovers his acquaintances is actually a member of them. When Slade demands they release Joe, he reveals it's not that easy because Joe is Jericho. Well, they didn't call him Jericho here, but in the comics, he's Jericho and he's the head. Oh, sorry. (laughs) He's the head of the Jackals, the Jackalcos. Dinah saves a politician from a sniper attack by Vigilante, the most uh, inventive vigilante name of all time. Yeah. Uh, he's like the Kleenex of vigilantes. Uh, as politicians support the anti-vigilante bill, which now makes it sound like a bill just against this one guy, but it's not. Uh, Dinah later saves. Uh, Dinah later saves her again and unleashes her canary cry on vigilante, who removes his mask, revealing that he is actually Dinah's old partner, Vincent Sobel, thought long dead. He later attempts another assassination attempt at the TV interview, but is once again met by Dinah and shot in the head by an officer. Vincent reveals that the particle accelerator changed him as well, and not just Dinah, and claims that he didn't tell Dinah he was alive as he believes their work as cops had become ineffective. Dinah then allows him to free, uh, to flee. Also, they showed some flashbacks with Slade and his son, where he took his son out for like a camping trip, which I think was actually some sort of uh, cover for him to kill somebody as Deathstroke. Uh, and I think they sort of hint that his son sees him do it. Do they hint at that? I thought like that maybe they hinted at like his son maybe saw him. But I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they hinted. I don't know if it was like, like... Yeah, like they kill a guy and then you hear some like twigs breaking or something. Like yeah. somebody stepped on something and he turns and looks and he doesn't see anyone. I'm assuming that's the route they're going to go. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of Deathstroke Returns? 
So what was weird, right, is I'm watching the episode, and it wasn't the first time. It was, like, the second flashback. I'm like, this feels weird and familiar. And I'm, like, trying to place my finger on it. I'm like, oh, it's the flashbacks. We haven't done it at all this year. Like, that's why it felt, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that's why this seemed, like, different than other episodes so far this year. Yeah, and they were were not so bad because they focused on Slade and his kid and not Oliver trap somewhere yeah i mean this episode was okay mm-hmm. um it wasn't bad it just, uh, it I just right. i actually liked it more than flash this week really yeah i, I could see that uh i did but i mean that's because i really like slade, slade in the show yeah he's just really good i i just i don't know i really I really enjoy it. and I mean, um, I like that whenever he drugged Oliver and then he was like, you know, I'm not going to. And he's like, no, you can go back home to your son. You know, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. time's done, that kind of thing. You said you're not going to do this anymore and I want to make sure you like stick to your word or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and, and, and to this show's credit, he has not gone back to being the Arrow yet. Nope. They've done quite a bit of this and he has not done very much vigilantism like he kind of knocked out a couple people and he hasn't really done a whole lot in the show really i mean no. he's definitely taken a back seat you know because so much of it's focused on the action so yeah, to, to kind of like the rest of the crew and whatnot and i liked the stuff with black canary yeah yeah with vigilante being her ex-lover and all that kind of, i actually kind of like that stuff uh, the the question that i have is has she ever stopped being a police officer? Because you never see her being a police officer. I feel like we haven't seen her be a police officer for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. And today she just uh, shows I mean, up and they're like, oh, hey, detective. No, I mean, she. they've always shown her. I mean, because the whole thing is she, like, works all of her queen's details. So it's kind of oh, how he's yeah, able yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she works more with the city hall. So, yeah. Gotcha. Because that's like within the crime scene, the FBI agent's like, I don't know why he's here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, he's with this personal detail. He want, And Oliver Queen wants uh, another set of eyes on this. The FBI agent is like the only smart person. Yeah, yeah. She's totally calling everybody's bluff. So. Yeah, yeah. She's like totally figured out like that Dinah's Black Canary. <laughs> it didn't take her very long at all. She was just like... Yeah, you were there until, you know, the lights went out, and then you weren't there anymore, and then Black Canary showed up. And she's like, are you saying I'm Black Canary? And she's like, I don't know, I say a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but it's clearly, she's like, figured out, like, I'm positive at this point, she knows who all of Team Arrow is, and she just hasn't said anything yet. Maybe she's, uh, maybe they're doing one of these things where she's trying to figure out if they do more good than they do harm. You know, maybe she'll keep her secrets to herself. Yeah, she won't care. Yeah, it's hard to believe that she's, like, the only person who can figure this shit out, though. I think no one else cares. I think that's kind of, like, the where they've gotten to the point, you know? Oh, maybe, maybe. Like, like Lance figured it out, but it got yeah. to the point where he didn't care anymore, so. Yeah, like, maybe people, maybe people like uh, the fact that there's, like, an arrow, green arrow, or a team arrow out there, so they're not really looking to figure out who they are. They don't really care. Yeah. It's it, For those who want to, you can... You can piece the you can piece it together, but and like the thing with Oliver, it's like you know they keep accusing him, then he's always got a reason to say like no, it's not me. So it's kind of like 
I'm sure if it's one of those things that's going on, if what's going in the mind of the, the, the modern or the, the common folk yeah. in, in the town, you know, all this crap's going around, they're probably like, well, you know, some people might just not care. Some would be like, oh, they're doing good. The other ones would be like, oh, you know, cops. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be weird if they did an episode like that where you kind of like focus like not on the main cast. Yeah. You know, like in Lost, except not terrible like that one episode was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts on the episode, or what would you give uh, the return of the Deathstroke? Yeah, I thought. I mean, it was it was all right. I didn't hate it. Uh, I thought it was pretty much on par with Flash. I just I thought some of the Flash stuff was funny. But yeah, like you said, overall it was kind of oh, like eh, oh hum. Definitely more humor in Flash for sure. Yeah, which doesn't always mean good, but it seemed more truer to what they were. But yeah, you're right. I, the fact that they really are just going this long without putting Oliver in the suit has been very impressive. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you can tell that he really wants to, but then everyone's kind of like, no, we don't. It's weird that everyone's like being adults about this, which is usually not their forte. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, so, yeah, as far as the score, though, I mean, probably the same, like three and a quarter. I don't think it was bad. Yeah, I gave this one like a soft three and a half. I was pretty happy with the episode this week. It's just so weird to keep saying this about Arrow, but I, I guess I'll keep saying it. I mean, last week was terrible, but yeah. Yeah, last week was no fun, but, you know, they're like four for five. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, pretty good, 80%. It's not that's bad. It's a, a great game of baseball right there, Glenn. Well, if you're shooting free throws, that's a pretty solid stat line. For... Yeah, it's a, also pretty good, yeah. Also pretty oh, good if it was baseball, I mean, that's like... <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing game. Player of the game right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with Arrow. Keep I mean, Arrow on, last year put up, I would say, almost a perfect game because they probably had, like, 23 strikeouts. <laughs> yes. So, uh, they're, like, the opposite of Legends of Tomorrow, which had, like, hit after hit. But Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, look, they're continuing. Uh, I think Bond, maybe they... Bobby Bonds. I think Legends kind of maybe struggled in that first like the first half of their first season, maybe uh, I, they're like a little. I, don't, uneven. I remember us liking it pretty quick. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe. I don't think uh, there did. was. I would say the second season there was a few where we were kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know. Uh, like there was a few episodes. I know there is one that we said was like a three, but for the most part, they've all been above four. Yeah, it's funny you say that though. Because uh, kind of what they're doing at Oliver was like how long they went without having Rip Hunter last season. Yes, and we thought he's he got was like, like the main eight episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then since then he's kind of not really returned, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what his contract is. So I don't know if he's just a guest star or you mm. know, I mean, he's not a series regular, but I'm kind of yeah. curious. And I guess Victor Garber's got one foot out the door, so I'm curious who they're going to replace him with. Yes. Uh, I mean, maybe that's why they added Zari to the cast to be his replacement. Maybe they're not going to replace him at all. Yeah, well, adding Zari, wouldn't it be the same cast that they had from the... I get, well, not really, because Hawkman wasn't even really in the first season that much. No, not really. Four episodes in. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, like, what the show started with, I mean. so So I would say that probably... With what the show started with, what they have now, I think is the same number. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You had Hawkman, Hot Girl. Yep. Captain Cold, Heat Wave, mm-hmm. White Canary, 
Firestorm. That's two. Adam and Rip Hunter. So they had nine. nine. Yeah. Uh, and now they've got Zari, Heatwave, Adam, White Canary, Firestorm, Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nate, yeah, Nate. I always call it... Because his real name is Nick, so it's so close to Nate. That's why I just keep calling him Nick. Uh, Amaya. Uh, Amaya. And then... Oh, that's it, I, I think. I know, I'm, I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm missing people. Mm-mm. I think you got them all. That's eight. Gideon. No. <laughs> yeah, Gideon doesn't count. She's always there. Uh, so, yeah, they're they're at eight. So, yeah, if Stein leaves, that would drop them down to, to seven. Which is fine. I mean, eight, that's a pretty hefty cast to balance, so yeah. It is. So, seven, yeah. Seven seems oh, good. Although it is a nice round number to put people into pairs with, if you have to do that sort of thing, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, then you could do six. Um, six seems small, though. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Well, while we're continuing to But they've do been doing cast- a lot of threes, though. If you've noticed, they've been doing they a lot been. of three and threes, or four and threes, so. They have. So uh, we continue to do cast math, uh, <laughs> head on over to cinemageekly.com and click the Fandango link at the top of the page or go to cinemageekly.com slash Fandango and order yourself some movie tickets or uh, some gift cards. Uh, the holiday season is rapidly approaching and people love, uh, especially when I say people, I mean me, uh, to go to the movies this time of year and a bunch of big movies are opening. So, uh, there is no better time to get people uh, gift cards. Although, uh, if you've got somebody in your life who is really, really excited to go see that Justice League movie, there's been some vague uh, non-reviews that have come out that make it seem pretty okay, I yeah, guess? Yeah, it's either like, so it's it's been like all over, so it's been like, this is terrible. You know yeah, what? A, it's I've actually f- not that bad. Yeah. To, it's actually pretty good. To yes. like, wow, I actually thought this was really great considering the past that they've had. And yes. so it's like, oh, yeah. So it's kind of hard. It's really hard to gauge. I saw a few that were like. But everyone basic. has said the same thing, which is the one thing that I said, the one thing I want this movie to do, which is they all say that the cast is very good, but the villains ho-hum. Like they have all said that the cast is yeah. great. Par for the course with which the is, ho-hum villain. That's what uh, I, that's it. It's a, well, it's a sure I mean, it's not like Stefan Wolf is all that cool anyways. I mean, he's a no. henchman, for Christ's sake. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's a dad, but he's he's a henchman. Let's not kid ourselves. He's more well-known as a 60s rock band anyway. Let's be yeah. honest. Uh, well, if you are interested in checking out Justice League or know somebody who is, cinemageekly.com slash JLA, and you can pre-order tickets for Justice League. And using that link, if you do, uh, Fandango will send you, while supplies last, a Justice League poster that is at cinemageekly.com slash JLA. All right, Glenn. uh, I mean, we're we're actually kind of quickly approaching our own sort of Justice League uh, episode. Right before uh, the holidays approach, uh, they're getting ready for this big four-parter that's going to be coming, but we are still a couple weeks uh, out from that. That's, uh, it looks like three weeks from now. Uh, The week of, it looks like the week of Thanksgiving, actually, is uh, the Crisis on Earth X. Do we know if this is Crisis on Earth X or 10? I think it's 10. 
Because the Roman numeral throws me off. It sounds like there's been a comic book called Crisis on Earth X before, or it feels like there has been. Probably. Or maybe it's always, or maybe it's always been pronounced ten. Well, Marvel's always like Secret do. Wars, and DC's sure. always like Crisis. Yes. There's probably been one, and it's probably been Earth Ten this whole time, and I'm just a doofus. I want to say it is actually Earth Ten, but I think they call it Earth X as well. Ah. Earth X sounds like way cooler. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, we're Earth getting there. X. We are X approaching. <laughs> we are we are approaching. We'll get there in a couple weeks. Uh, in the meantime, head to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of Flashing Arrow. And find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music. Just search for Flashing Arrow and hit subscribe. And we will come back next week with more Flash Season 4, Episode 6, called When Harry Met Harry, which is an awesome title. Uh, So we're going to have another Harry, huh? Indeed we will. Uh, Or at least the title leads us to believe this. Uh, And look, uh, if the titles are indicative of anything... Uh, I smell a Mad About You reunion, possibly, in Legends of Tomorrow, Season 3, Episode 6, called Helen Hunt. And it's such a crazy episode title. She better appear. Uh, And Arrow, Season 6, Episode 6, called Promises Kept. Promises Kept.